Hi, hi, hi. Hello. Welcome to the tea. Welcome. We're here on a lovely day, uh, just about to get ready for Market Days weekend. Tranica. We are uh, fully uh, overwhelmed, going crazy. We have a bunch of gigs going on, and uh, I just can't get my shit together today. No, I'm what like, what's make? my name again? Uh-huh. Am I Lucky Stiff? Who knows? Before we started the show, uh, Lucky forgot the name of the show. And, <laughs> wow. Way and, to out me. Wow. Yeah, and when it was brought this was up, a safe space. And when it was brought up, I couldn't immediately answer it either. <laughs> like, that's where we are right now. Well, that's comforting. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're excited to get started, and we're really, really excited to have special guests with us. Yes. Uh, we have from New York City, Marty Gold coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks, girl. Um, and we also have a good old Chicago girl, Miss Angie Chan. Mm, ladies. <laughs> How are you, girl? Good. Y'all yeah. look good. Y'all look tired, too. Wow, rude. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> I feel tired. We should um, note that Marty is in drag because she's going to show after this. It's a pool party with no pool, girl. She's <laughs> right. I don't know how that's going to work, Typical, but you've got to yeah. tell us later. Girl, we're going to have a little kitty waiting pool. Honestly. Dip your toes. Oh, my God. A tin wash tub. That's what, that's, that'll be the story. <laughs> my tip bucket will be the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw money in there and you'll bathe in it. Right. Um, cool. Should we get started? Yeah, let's party. Let's roll into it. Um, so we have uh, a bunch of questions that were asked uh, on Instagram, uh, and uh, we have had them uh, edited for clarity because some of you don't know how to uh, uh, ask cr- questions correctly. So we had, we've kind of <laughs> spiced right. them up a little. We've, we've changed the format a little, but we, we're good. It's okay. We can't all be English majors. <laughs> all right. Uh, the first question is, what is your least favorite thing that performers do at gigs? I would like to say mine is when people shave, uh, when they shave downstairs, uh, like, you know, just like, and then the, the hair is Wait, do the, people do that? Like with a, with a trimmer? Yeah. I've yeah. never seen a queen do that. Oh, mm-hmm. this has happened multiple times. Is it trimming, a Chicago thing? Yeah, <laughs> trimming Chicago in the dressing the room, <laughs> and then the hair falls onto the, the table. Oh, and they and don't clean it up? They clean it up-ish. But yeah. it just drives me fucking crazy that there's just little hairs everywhere. I've never uh, heard of that. It's all pubes. I w- is that you? Is that what you're doing? I know that at um, uh, what's the show uh, in Vegas? The big, uh, the one that Derek did. Oh yeah, I know. It was just canceled. (laughs) It was the one with what's the name of the big Frank Marino? Frank Marino. I know that they would like ding your pay uh, if you did certain things, and one was (laughs) if you shaved at the gig, they would they would wow. That <laughs> cut like twenty that's bucks. That's a union shit, girl. Yeah. I mean, that's a deterrent. If yeah. I would not do things if I knew that my pay was going to get dogged. I'll come bear. Yeah, okay, I'm fine, girl. You're like, I'm going to be. I'll hairy. get laser removal to make sure. Yes, I'll there. wax in the car. I don't know. What's your least favorite thing that people do? Oh, uh, I guess you you brought this up uh, earlier when we were talking, like people like putting their hands out and like saying, oh, put the tip in my hand. Oh, yeah. Asking for the money. I'm just like, here, here. And it's just like, what? That's a little weird to just be up front and be like, now I'm working and you're going to pay me. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) There's some other things that... uh, Begging for booking. Begging for... uh Uh-oh. Begging for booking. Uh-oh. My least favorite... Is this about performers or audience? Performers? I would say performers. When a girl... You know that you throw a fucking pebble... Can I curse? Sorry. You throw... (laughs) Yeah, you fuck fuck her. You throw... She's she's a lady. She just wanted to know what was up. You know, but I want to be professional. professional. You know, like, there's so many... You, like, throw a pebble and you hit a drag There's so many these days. And my least favorite thing is when a girl will message you say, like repeatedly for a booking, but they've never once 
been to your gig yes. to see what you're about. Yes. And I'm like, why don't you come to my show, support yeah. it, see what kind of show yes. I do, to see if you're like the right fit, because you might not be the style of drag that it is. And then I can mm-hmm. refer you where you got to go. Sure, sure. But like, on to- at least come. On top of that, when you get the email, there's not even a hello in it. When you get the message, Girl. and it just says, I'm going to be in town on this <gasps> day. And I'm like, oh my God, can someone teach you how to like intro? Oh my God, behave. Body, and then XOXO. <laughs> <Right. Behave. laughs> like, also, yeah. like when somebody, like, I, I was like, a queen who's been doing drag for like 30 seconds and they're like my booking fee is this much I'm like no it's not <laughs> yeah. no it's not girl like you sit down yeah, wow. not your fee I have another one okay. <laughs> when you're booked as a host and you spend like maybe 90% just downstairs or like in the basement uh, or in the dressing sure. room oh yeah I really like it's like going walking out. around yeah, yeah just party with mingle them. yeah, yeah. There to mingle. Party. yeah. yeah it's literally your job photo. that's very unprofessional do this yes. I agree yeah. uh, and some ladies just like to show up you know do their do their little performance, yeah. pop up upstairs, do their performance, go back downstairs, and then leave. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Well, you if you're hosting, you need to be fucking upstairs. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's do you guys game. have gigs like that in in New York? I feel like we have it a lot here. Like, there's not like mic hosting, but like maybe walk around hosting. Yeah, they do atmospheric hosting. I guess. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for parties and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I used to do that stuff a lot, like at the beginning. But now it's I'm like. Ugh. Old. I don't want to do yeah. a bottle service walk around gig. <laughs> um, I mean, if the money is like really good, I'll do it. But sure. uh, yeah, we have a lot of like New York. It's so interesting. Whenever I travel, it's like big ensemble shows. Like there's like mm. a ton of drag queens and then like the MC of the night. But mm. in New York, everybody, it's like a solo show. It's you for five hours. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And you, have be, you have to be on stage for like two or three hours sometimes. Yep. There are some ensemble shows, but it's mainly just like it's you and maybe a co host. Yeah. Is, is it just because you guys have so many uh, failed uh, Broadway performances? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what we all are. We're all non-equity. Uh, yeah. all, like, we all wanted to be on like fucking 42nd Street, and now we're like, you know. Razzle dazzle. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. I, yeah. Seriously. Wow. Wow. How, how many days a week do you work? Um, I do uh, five, like, regularly, but it usually ends up being six. Jeez. Because of, like, add-on stuff. I know, like... But I love it. Like, I love it. That's just so New York to yeah. me. Yeah, it's like, the hustle. B- before yeah, Bob absolutely. went to Drag Race, she had eight shows, and she was working seven days a week. Yeah. And she would, like... I, I was like, not my game. There was a like, time <laughs> I was doing, like, ten shows a week, and oh. I... When I was... My my now husband, we were dating, he was like, you gotta... I didn't know you, you had a husband. Yes, oh, for you now, yeah. Oh, but he was like, you gotta... He was like, thanks. He was like, you gotta cut back. He was like, you're, like, literally killing yourself yeah. doing these shows yeah. so much. So we cut down to five or six a week instead of ten. Which is still totally crazy. That's like, crazy. But it's, it's so normal. Yeah. For, like, in New York, it's so... It's just, like... Right, because y'all are doing multiple gigs in a night We're doing too. multiple in a night, or we're just, you know, there's so many bars now. There's so yeah. many, and there's so many non-gay bar, like bars that are doing drag mm. now. So mm. there's so many opportunities, um, and also like, it's so fucking expensive to live there. You gotta make the rent. Make the rent. Yeah, absolutely. There's. It's also like exponentially more populated in Chi- uh, in New York than yeah. yep. like the site. Is it Chicago? Are we the second most populated city? Are we? I think so. Mm. If we go to Forbes.com or, or whatever fact checker. But, like, yeah, New York is, like, three times as populated as our city. Mm-hmm. Four or five. It's big. She's big. She's big. Yeah. She's big. big. You know. But I love it. I, like, if I have two days off in a row, I go... 
crazy. Mm-hmm. I had six days off last week. How? How you are? What, you? It was kind of what a did you do? Thing. Almost died about. I went to the beach every day. Uh, and I mean, you guys I have a beach. I'm so dumb. I didn't even know. I'm driving down the highway. And I'm yeah. like, there's a beach. <laughs> there's a beach. <laughs> Lake Michigan. Oh, I didn't even know. Lake yeah. Michigan's basically yeah. I mean, I an ocean without. Like, it's a saltless but, ocean. Yeah, they pump in the sand and everything, so you can go twirl and pretend you're in Florida. I mean, it's kind of dirty, but it's cool. Oh, that's it's fine. You trying to get your seven W crime on? Yeah, I'm trying to. I had to go from a five W to a seven W. Because I was getting a little tan, you know. Oh, oh man. Uh, do you have anything that you hate? Oh, I do. I absolutely do. I hate it. And I feel like this is a thing that new performers do a lot when they panic because they're like <laughs> trying to get all of the performance bits out, is they forget that there's an audience there. Mm-hmm. Or and then they remember when the money comes up, you know, when people are handing out their tips and they just start snatching like oh, crazy. The snatch. the snatch. And you're just like, pop, 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 take all them. And I'm like, those people wanted like a little moment with you. That's yeah. like they yes, they're exactly. Make eye contact. They paid for eye contact. I, make yeah. eye contact. Look, we yeah. know eye contact is like my number one thing in the if I could just like sit in a room and have people come and make eye contact with me for extended periods of time, Don't I would you do, do that. that. Didn't you do that? Oh wait, I did do that. <laughs> look, I gotta get my needs met, you know what yeah. I mean? But anyway, yeah, if I just think somebody came to have a little moment with you because they loved what you're doing like yeah. give them the moment you yeah. know they're yeah. giving their money they worked for to you yeah you know give them that appreciation i also think it's like important for queens to know that like you don't have to grab they, they will get you the money one way or another if they yeah. want to tip you like sell the performance mm-hmm. you know like yeah. sell your numbers sell what you're doing and they'll like throw it or they'll give it to you after the number or when oh, you're sure. done the number you can be like you can collect it. Yeah. You know. Walk just, up to people, say thank you. Yeah, but do the just do the goddamn number. <laughs> you're going to get the money. Listen, I love money. I love getting my money, but you're going to get it. Yeah. Just relax. Oh, See, that's people... what you're supposed to do. <laughs> okay. No, but the other thing is here, we don't really do the tip bucket thing. Oh, it's like, a big it's, New York. It's yeah. all about the... So, yeah, I feel like that might also be a little bit of... Well, this is a, when I started drag, they, like, people did not tip in New York. Like, it was not wow. a thing. And then, I don't know, like, maybe, like, Six or seven years ago, Bob and Tina and Bootsy and I, we were all just kind of like, we got to make some money. Yeah. And so we pulled out those buckets mm-hmm. and, and we were like, okay, we're going to like force people. I started the show them. by saying these drag queens are poor. They live horrible lives, but they, yeah. have the mascots, <laughs> they are the mascots of the gay community. So take out your dirty wallet, the pull money. out a dirty yeah. dollar mm-hmm. and give it to a drag queen for she can go get drunk tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And people do it. You just yeah. have to tell them to. Yeah. They tip yeah. better now in New York. Like they do. They do. Okay. Shame them into tipping. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, should we ask the next question? <laughs> yes. The next question is, what is the most outrageous thing that has ever happened to you at a drag show? And I feel like this could be as a performer or as an audience member. I had one, it was when the, the marriage bill didn't pass. It was like four yeah. or five years ago. And it was on a Saturday and the show was happening that night. So the general mood was everyone was just like, oh God, like yeah. this is so, like the only thing on my Facebook was like people like bummed about this bill. And who walks in the door but like three bachelorette parties with no. bopping penis headbands and <laughs> chicken feather boas yeah. and, and you could like it was just palpable and people were like coming up to me and the people were yelling at them and then Aww. people were coming up to me being like are you gonna say anything are you gonna say anything because people they were like yelling at them and then so I just said something on the mic which was a mistake I mean it was kind of an amateur thing on my Uh-oh. part and I was just like do you guys know that like this happened today and then so then people are booing them they're flipping oh, people no. off back and it's like sharks versus jets in the fucking uh-huh. bar with these girls like in the corner they eventually left but that was like a turning point for me it was like okay I could have like steered the ship in like yeah. a positive yeah. direction but I tried to like 
tell yeah. them about themselves. But <laughs> a learning curve. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. What was that? Probably five years ago, six yeah. years ago. Yeah. I feel like that's so hard too because people. It's it was like when you feel this attack out in the social yeah. world, and then all of a sudden you're in your space, and then they feel like it's been invaded in some way. Yeah. I can understand why people were pissed, but also like everybody's just trying. To, they yeah. bring in money, and everybody's yeah. trying to have a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm now. I'm, I make fun of them, but I'm like, hey, yeah, give me your yeah. Money. It's such a funny, I don't know. There's the part of me that's like, this is our safe space and this mm-hmm. is queer space. Then I'm also like, okay, like if they're like being polite and like, yeah, yeah, and like, oh, yeah, respectful, then everybody's welcome, you yeah. know? Yeah, oh, there's I a agree. difference between wanting to, they, them coming in wanting to be a part of the party and yeah. them coming in wanting to be a tourist. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you, I feel like if you're a bachelor party and you look at like, queer people as like if you're at a zoo yep. which sometimes happens yes. and I'm like yeah. you can't be here mm-hmm. like we're not or you like, want to pet us yeah. <laughs> oh god like, stop petting for that but yeah. if you like generally like an ally and you like want to yeah. celebrate a drag yeah. show girl come on yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah there's something weird and flattering to go to a drag show as a bucket list item like mm-hmm. Ooh, before I die I'm gonna go to a drag <laughs> show yeah. like Queen Latifah sit down and you, know? And, you know, <laughs> know and you know they like they like amped up for that like they came oh, yeah. from the suburbs like mm-hmm. they got their like they got waxed today. They, the they went to the salon. Oh, yeah. They went to Dillard's, got a new outfit. Like, this Dillard's. is what it is. Like, and so by the time they get there, they were drinking at the house. Uh, like, and then they show up and they're just like on ten. You know. Yeah, I the, feel like they should invite us to the earlier parts of the day where they're like, "Hey, we'll pay for you to come and get waxed with us if you make funny quips." Like. Uh, and that's the tea. Free waxes. For, oh, whoa. Are oh, you going to do that the whole time? I, I love it. So. Can I? <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that. Nobody's going to stop you. Segment. That's not how this <laughs> okay. works. We're, We're hired now. Yeah. Uh, anything crazy? Anything? Anything crazy? I mean, I, I... Kind of a generic question, but... Yeah, I guess they, they kind of get, like... Uh, I mean, I've been thrown up on before <gasps> at a show. What? Like, that That was how... I, like, literally just got done my show, was feeling my full... Like, every oat was felt, and my friend... <laughs> Uh, who I adore, and he's a very good friend. I forgive him, but he was like, good show. And just puked all over me. And I was like, (gasps) and he had done like that, my little like contest. So he was like kicking back shots. And I did this. I I did this to you, <laughs> and now you're giving it back. Yeah, it was like the I was so gross, and I, I felt like really beautiful. <laughs> looked like it was so gross. I don't know why I just thought of this, but there was maybe like a year ago a video of uh, Pixie Aventura mm-hmm. and Brandy Glanville from Real Housewives. Oh, that uh, did not go well. Beverly Hills oh, was like no. getting on stage and like touching her. Oh, and I trying saw to this video. And I love Pixie, but Pixie is not to be fucked with. No, like, yeah. she like no, she's. Got a plan. She has no time for that. She does not give a fuck who you are. Yep. Yeah. I love her mm-hmm. so much. Brandy did that to Bob a couple years before that. Really? really? Brandy, get it together. Yeah, at the same bar. She's a moron. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Um, okay, so like five years ago is my first time doing Milwaukee Pride, <laughs> and uh, we like I announced Caswell. So Caswell like oh, runs Caswell. on, and um, like. There's no partition, but the stage is like six feet up. So it's it's like hard to get on the stage. So I announce Caswell. I start walking back. He's running out. And this girl, Uh-oh. no joke, like <laughs> barrel rolls, like ninja rolls onto the <gasps> oh. stage oh and just God. starts running to Caswell. Oh, my God. And so I run after her and I grab her ponytail. <laughs> but it didn't really, I didn't really get any. It came off. It, no, no. <laughs> I didn't really get, I didn't get a good grip. So she was just like, Ugh. she pulled loose and then she looked back at me and then she tries to go run back at Caswell. 
three people dressed as bananas. <laughs> then come, it was like it, it was like a fucking video game. Are you sure this isn't a dream you had? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Uh, this is a fever dream. <laughs> I'm running at oh her, and so then she's trying to get loose. They they get a hold of her. They try to take her down the stairs. She shakes loose, rolls down the stairs. She's very intoxicated. She goes to get up and falls backwards into a pile of garbage. Yes, oh, because she is garbage. It she was one was of the, She was just going home. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things, but it was Whoa. just this like full minute of like slow motion watching like Caswell's performing the whole time and has no idea what's going on behind him no clue wow that sounds Milwaukee to me (laughs) to be honest they like to drink over there they really do they like to drink 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 Mm -hmm. but I love it and if you're not drinking they're like are you okay? Yeah. We'll get you what's, a what's shot. Going? Yeah, yeah. They'll get you a shot. That'll you want, fix what else you want nail polish remover? We got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Here's some Robitussin, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know why they're in banana costumes. That's Because uh, they were like the backup dancers. They would put them in weird costumes. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was back when I worked with Scarlett there, and Scarlett's big thing. It was tenderoni. Mm. Tenderoni. Right, yeah, it was tenderoni. <laughs> um, all right. What, well, this is, well, I guess we'll go straight to Marty on this one. What LGBT TV show slash media do you recommend? Uh, and what makes for good, this says God queer representation, oh, but no. I'm going to say that's good queer representation in media. Well, I think the best queer show on TV is <laughs> still on. Uh, I think you can watch it on Tuesday mornings. <laughs> 8 a.m. Uh, <laughs> the reruns, Shade Queens of NYC, of course. Very proud of my show. Uh, with Tina Burner, Britta Filter, Jada Balenciaga, Chelsea Pierce, Holly Boxerings, Paige Turner. Who else is on that? Jasmine Rice. Oh, I love I love my Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was like super fun to do it. And it was like fun to take a... Uh, for those of you... <laughs> many people... Didn't watch many people. Uh, oh, for, for the, like, doesn't have fusion. Yeah, oh my god! Girl, I literally like <laughs> Auntie Chandler spit, spit all over. <laughs> girl, I don't even have my turn own the mic bar, down. Like, I scream too much. But um, yeah, it was like fun to. We wanted to do like a take of like how like you know how, like on Untucked they have those moments where you know like Alyssa's dad calls in and yeah. it's like that yeah. heartfelt moment. We wanted to like take that and amplify it and show like. Uh, like the behind the scenes drag mm-hmm. yeah. stuff. It could have been a little more dramatic. Like we could have like we were trying to be like very like, you know, like PC and like clean or whatever. And then we did this press event and Tina and Paige went at it. Oh my god. And we're like Oh really? Yeah. At the, do you know the AOL build series? It's like the it's like online. It's like a mm-hmm. AOL. Yeah, but it's now just called Build Series. I think Huffington Post might have bought it. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. But it's like, this, it's like a talk show thing. Like every celebrity does it. And for whatever reason, oh, they booked Trixie us. Trixie and Katya did it. Yeah, that. they did yeah. it. Yeah. And the and guy, the interviewer is like really bad. And yeah. then they like hijacked the whole thing. Oh, no. They do it like it's, good. A, it's, it's like they do, they, they interview like everybody. And then for, I, I, we had a good publicist, I guess. And we got on it. And they like got, they treated it like it was the reunion episode instead of like a press event where we're supposed to be like our show's so beautiful and then they were like going at each other but I was like as a producer of the show I'm like Yes, yeah, yeah. this is great. Everybody's like, going to watch the show because they know the drama. Yeah, but then on our it. ratings, like our our, our like online ratings, uh, streaming, sort, they like went up from that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. I'm like seeing my bank account go up. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I hope it comes back. We'll see. It's not going to be on Fusion, uh, but hopefully it comes back. But I think what was the second part of the question? What makes good? What queer makes for good queer representation in media? I think you have to represent everybody. Like I think a lot of queer. You can't see my quote fingers. It's a podcast, but (laughs) like queer, like a lot of queer representation um, is like cis white dudes, Uh, and I think it's important to like 
I would love, if Shade comes back, I would love to have uh, a transgender queen on, maybe like a bio queen, like a, a woman. Like I would lo- like show different representation. I think shows like Queer Eye is starting to like be more diverse. They're but trying, I, yeah. I think it's really good. I love Queer Eye. Uh, but I, I feel like they should have like, if I was a producer of Queer Eye, I would have the Fab Five. Do they still call them the Fab Five? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would have them, and then each episode a new person. Like have oh, a have like so a smart. transgendered person on, a lesbian on, and each have a different person in like the queer community, like help them with the the person they're I they're working that. with, mm-hmm. and that way it's like really showcasing more than just like oh we're gays, you yeah. know, like it's mm-hmm. showcasing. I don't know. I think that makes good queer representation. The, the show was at its best when like they were learning and not mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. as yes. much. Yeah. Like the transgender episode was nice. Yeah, yeah. I like the cop episode. I thought yeah, it was good. that was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So more diversity, in more diversity, all of the ways. diversity. Yeah, because queer is more than just like gay men. I think like America is so like oh, it's like g- queer is. They don't even know. Queer is like what no. we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, th- and it's it's starting to sort of trickle out there, yeah. but it's time. Yeah. They still think it's a slur. I feel like the networks are afraid to put it out there because they're like, they, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of just want, they're like, I don't know, just put a gay person on for an episode and we'll teach people and then right. kind of like tick the box and we're done there, you know? Like, I know. Mm-hmm. But I was watching this old article um, uh, with Harvey Firestein, what, well, like back in the day, an old, watching an old article. Hello, we're filming this podcast. <laughs> on microfiche. Uh, I know. Um, I was, it was a TV interview that Barbara Walters did with Harvey Firestein back when Harvey had a show on Broadway and, um, and watching it was crazy because it was all Harvey being like, we're just people. We're people like you and mm. you are. Like, yeah. this is, we're normal. We're normal. We're totally that thing. And I feel like now there's a flip to where it's like, we're not normal because normal doesn't exist. Yeah. We are just all of the people that we are. Yeah, we're just and here people. we are. Yeah, exactly. And start. I feel like that's starting to come out now with a more pan-queer thing as opposed to just like a mm. cis, gay, white male thing. It's cooler to be different now than I think ever before. It's awesome. And people mm-hmm. are embracing it more. Well, look what yeah. normal got us. Our country's like Hello. fucking burning Hello. to the ground. Yeah. That's, a, that's what normal people got us. Yep, yeah. it's true. Yep. So more. And can we please, before we move on, just say pose, 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 I was about to say pose on effect. Oh, pose. pose on effect. FX. Was on FX. Very good. Just got picked up for a second season. season two. MJ Rodriguez. I'm so oh. proud of she plays Blanca. Nice. I love her. I she's do you know a lot of the queens. I know MJ very well. Like she, I knew her uh, when she was doing Rent at New World Stages. Mm-hmm. Like pretty early. I don't even know if she had started her transition yet. I'm not certain, but she she's done like my Sunday night show. She's been a guest a bazillion oh. times. Like. I remember, like, right before she booked Pose, she was my guest, and she was like, I, I, you know, I really hope I get this thing. Oh, and then she got it, and she's, like, babe. a superstar now. Yeah. yeah, We were doing this, like, we were at the, um, I I don't know, the, the whole cast was at the opening of Head Over Heels mm-hmm. uh, recently, which is, like, the best show on Broadway right now. It's so, so queer, and Peppermint's in it, yep. yeah. and it's, like, amazing. And it's the, I hope, like, a bunch of, like, dumb Trump supporting people <laughs> are like, oh, I want to go to the musical that's the music of the go because it's the music of the go-go. Yep. Yeah. And I, I hope they just all go to it because what it's just fun and dumb and then at the very end, they hit you. Like within the last 10 minutes, they're like, and this character's a lesbian and this one's non-binary mm-hmm. and this one's transgendered and this one's like gender non-conforming. And Guess like, what? You loved them all this whole time. Yeah, you like, you just like get into like um, these characters and it's such a fun show and then at the end, they're like, boom, we're all queer. Yeah. so... Good. Oh, like, you know, it doesn't that. give the audience yes. an opportunity to be like, oh, this is gay shit, and like yeah. leave or whatever. A victory. It's, and Peppermint is so good in it. Mm. Um, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of. 
I love her so much. Aww. I love so her, too. Her. She's great. But yeah, Pose is so great. I love MJ. Isn't it great to see, like, your gay friends succeed? Your friend, yes. Who you've known for, like, like 10 years. Like, yeah. just, like, living Have their, their dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. It's amazing. And I love, like, all, like, the, like Laverne and, and uh, Trace... Um, uh, from uh, uh, transparent, like all these like yeah. beautiful Tra- yeah. trans women came to support Peppermint. And it was so awesome. Ugh. I was like, oh my god, like it was. That's beautiful. It was awesome. It was cool Merge. to see so many transgendered artists who are like working in mainstream ways Absolutely. right now at yeah. this event, supporting yeah. each other. Yep. I just think we need more of that. Yes, please. I second, and I'm mm-hmm. sure we third and fourth. Yes. Then. Can I say one more show? Please. Too? No. I, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> we're fighting. That's the tea. I'll say and that's, that's the, the tea. tea. <laughs> Shut up, Auntie. Um, Sesame Street, I think, is a really great way for children to digest uh, people that you'll meet in your life that you mm. can't fully mm-hmm. understand at first. Yeah. But then will it feel it? Because let's be honest, like people over the age of like sixty-five, it's a lost cause. We just have to wait for them to wait for them to die yeah. out, and then we can vote in new people into our <laughs> office. Yeah. But. You know, uh, kids, like, they're the first people that you have to just, like, touch and show everything because they can come as judgmental as they are, like, curious. Like, they're like, oh, what is this person, a drag queen? Like, they they just want to learn. And I think Sesame Street is such a good tool to, like, teach kids about, like, diverse figures you'll yeah. see in your life. It's, like, really liberal, too. It it's is. very liberal. What, what did they have? Uh, one of them died of AIDS or something? Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And they're just like, yeah, that's the concept of death. People yeah. die from that. And, 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 like, Big Bird's dumbass is like, death? Yeah. <laughs> Big Bird is always, like, the stupid one, just like, AIDS? <laughs> yeah, Big Bird. <laughs> And then you're just teaching, and and we're all learning at the same time. Yeah, this is Auntie's next T-shirt: is Big Bird going AIDS? (laughs) (laughs) With Bird Nerdy in the back going, yep. Yeah. Oh no, we we, we knew. Okay, we can edit this out. No, no, keep that in. Good. Yes. Yes. Let's open up the podcast with that. Yeah, that sounds great. Is the tea. It yeah. teaches kids about like you well, know. kids are you're taught hate. Nobody's like born prejudiced. Yeah. You're taught it, you know. Which I think I think drag queen story hour is so major because it's like you know these young kids learning like being with a drag queen, reading it's, a book, just make it normal and let yeah. them come to you know. The their kids do not give a fuck. No. It's the parents. Kids don't give yeah. a fuck. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. true. I will say it's before cute. we move on, and, though. And that <laughs> is the tea. I do want to say before we move on, though, like, yeah, it's harder to teach an old dog new tricks, and it's harder to talk to those 65 plus. It's possible. I have this great friend, Paul Vincent O'Connor. Shout out mm. to you, Paul. Who uh, Oak. Shout out to you, Oak. Who... Um, came and talked to me about non-binary identity, just like breezed through town to see a Steppenwolf show and was like, hey, all of those things, here's how I feel about them. This is great. Let's have a conversation. And like got it and got it and used correct pronouns the whole time, which is great, which we didn't say our pronouns, so I'm sorry, but we were all just calling each other she, which is cool. I call everybody she. I call yeah, my dad true. she. Yeah. Like, it's, everybody's she. Everybody's girl. That microphone is she. Is she. Yeah, everybody, exactly. every, the, because girl, down with the patriarchy, it is a feminine world today, okay? <laughs> Everything is she. I think cowboys. Cowboys yeah. love to call their thing she. Yeah, <laughs> your boat's always a, a lady. That's Asian. true. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, like, yeah, it's harder. Older people can like, did you see that guy on Ellen? He's like a his daughter came out as a lesbian and she committed suicide yes. when she was 23. Yep. But and now he's running he's, for office. Yeah, and he, he, he like went to Roy Moore's thing and mm-hmm. he was like, my daughter. Like, but he was like very homophobic before, and now yeah. he's he's yeah, it's uh, he's changed. Yeah, it was my, it's tragic what happened with his daughter, but he's like now educating people about mm. acceptance. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. built her a lake. 
That wasn't on Ellen. I gotta yeah, Google that. He, I've watched other videos. He spent like a couple of years like building her a lake and like named it after her, and it just like helped him like uh, grieve and kind of get over it. And every oh, day he can like sweet. go to the lake and like think about his daughter. Oh. How many times am I gonna cry while we're recording these podcasts? The answer is so many. Oh, <laughs> and that's the tea. <laughs> anyway, so next question because I don't want to cry. How have you performed drag in your hometown? <gasps> How do you feel about it? Slash, how was your experience? I have not. I, I have not. Are you from New York? No, Where? I've been in New York for thirteen years, but I grew up in. I'm. I love this question. <laughs> uh, so I grew up in Maryland, but where, like, everybody's like, oh, are you from Baltimore? And I'm like, no. So Maryland's split by the bay, and, like, all the cities are on one side, and then all, like, the people who think they live in Alabama are on the other. <laughs> and it's, like, it's very, it's very, like, Confederate flag, Trump signs. Yeah. Mm. Scary, you know? Mm. And so my experience growing up there is, like, literally being six years old in the grocery store and, like, grown men calling me a faggot and my parents just having to be, like, all right, you know, and, like, you know, it was just, yeah, that's, I was very effeminate, you know? So I never in my life thought this is a place I would ever do drag, ever. So um, when I got married, we got married down, down there, my husband and I, on my parents' farm, and on the day of the wedding... We went to, I'll try to make this story like short. No, no. Uh, on the day of the wedding, we went into, t- there's it's 10 miles to town. So we drove 10 miles because I was nervous and it was early in the morning. So my friends were like, let's go watch Drag Race. We, we, there's no like service to your parents' house <laughs> and the internet's slow. So we went into town and we, and we watched Drag Race uh, on an iPhone. And then we were walking through the little farmer's market in the town square and we saw this giant resist mm. banner. And I was like, what is that doing here? You know, like that's crazy. So we walked by and these little old ladies were like, oh my gosh, are you, ju-? my granddad was a judge years ago. They're like, are you Judge Gold's grandson? We heard you're getting married. You're the first gay wedding here. This is so exciting. These little old like ladies who were part of like the very small democratic club there. So then this theater that's down there heard that I was like this gay who does drag in New York, whatever. And they contacted me and they're like, would you be interested in like doing something with us? And I was like, wow. no, 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 no. I'm never going to do drag. That's terrifying. Hmm. I'm going to get shot. Like somebody's going to kill me. Yeah. And then my, my husband was like, you should do it. You should think about it. So I put together like a Broadway concert. I got some of my Broadway friends. And the damn thing sold out. And oh the, my God. And, the, and, the th- and then we did it. So at the first one, this... Uh, when was this again? This was two, this was two years ago this oh. happened. Wow. But the, so the first one, or a year ago, and uh, rather, the first one that happened, this older woman came up to me. And she said, I want you to meet my grandson. And he was like maybe 15. And he was super introverted and shy and like nervous and just like oh nice to meet you know whatever very shy flash forward to recently we did a second one and it's like a year later so maybe it was two years it was like a year later the grandmother comes up she goes do you remember my grandson i want you to meet my granddaughter oh and i'm thinking i'm so dense i'm thinking like oh she brings all of her grandkids (laughs) Uh, and it's the same kid yeah and she's beautiful and she's extroverted oh, and she's comfortable no. because she like oh, and she finally and she said yeah, to me my, all the and hairs on my body are standing goes, up she goes I never knew that I was able to be from here and live my authentic yes. truth <laughs> and so she started her transition because she saw the show and I was like oh my god and now I'm doing another drag show down there and we're doing uh, I'm so, this is the most I think this is a question later but this is the most proud thing I've ever done in my drag is this because now we're doing this small town of 4,000 people. Only 17,000 people live in the county. We're doing the first ever Chestertown LGBTQ Pride on May 4th. Oh, my They're God. so excited. Man, but it's this lit. town that's like crazy conservative. Yeah. But these people, for whatever reason, this show, like, opened this. Yeah. 
Because when you don't have it and, and something, yeah, like, it's crazy. It's I, I'm from a small crazy. town, too. And then when you finally go somewhere where the questions are answered, like, you know mm-hmm. something's different with you, mm-hmm. but you don't know what it is. And then you're right? confused and, yeah. like, wandering around yeah. in a daze. Yeah. And, like, I'm watching uh, Will and Grace, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not like that, so yeah. what am I? Yeah. And then, yeah, it's nice. I feel like it's so cool, and it's just such a gift to be able to, like, meet the kids now and yeah. and, and be like, you can skip forward ahead to like 10 years now, these kids are changing it. what but i wish i could do yeah, as like I said, yeah the kids don't care it's the parents this one mom came mm-hmm, up to me mm-hmm. I, I also taught uh drag makeup at the theater camp like two oh weeks God. ago there so oh all this God. like stuff it's like this domino effect all this like awesome stuff is happening because of this one mm-hmm, concert in this crazy mm-hmm. conservative town but this mom came up to me and she said uh that she has um uh, another uh, a child another trans child down there her daughter is now her Son and and they sued the school board to be able to use the locker room and the bathrooms and yes. they and they won yes. but they won because all the kids in the school went to court and they're like we don't care we grew up with this kid like we've known them oh, since preschool like that's we don't different. but it was the teachers and the parents who were like no this yeah. is like wrong da, da, da. but the kids are like we grew up with this person yeah we know yeah. Them. Because, like, our friend we, new we, generation we, knows yeah. what the fuck because in a small yeah. town you you go to preschool and kindergarten and elementary yeah. and middle and high you go to school your whole life with because yeah. the kids see the face of the of yeah. the other kid but yeah. the parents just hear the story and go oh yeah that, that they're gonna molest my kid in the in the bathroom yeah, but that person whatever. just wants to play soccer and go yeah. Uh, yeah, go to school with Lindsay yeah. since. Yeah, since yeah. I, I know her. She, but it's, yeah. it's the kids are changing it, and it's so, it was so it was just so like it's the best. Where is this? Amazing. Where is this? Chester, Chestertown, Maryland. Oh, right. Y'all gonna come to Pride May fourth. Yeah. Y'all gonna come. Hey, that's so that's beautiful. I'm very excited. Well, she set the bar very high. Do you have anything? <laughs> uh, did you do anything in your corny uh, I'm trying to, you know, do a show at Luby's or something. <laughs> Luby's? Luby's, it's like a little cafeteria. <laughs> uh, it's like a buffet. Where? Where are you from? Don't worry. You don't know where Luby's no. is? No. It's just like a that. cafeteria chain down in the South. Okay. Wow. We're getting never closer. Never and where are you where from? Well, I'm from Houston. Oh, okay. there we go. You there know, we go. My, we got I, it. We got it. Took a minute. Blackberry. I met Blackberry recently, and she's trying to get yeah. that together. But I, I haven't performed down in Houston because my family... I don't know. It, it feel a little weird for me because I haven't gotten to that point where mm-hmm. I've came out to my family as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know? You have well, to come out to they're twice. here. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the chance. We don't have the budget here. for that. The chance. Uh-oh. Bring it... Um, but I've told my parents that like, oh, I do comedy as a female impersonator. And like, we've had a phone conversation where I was like, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I do a little glamour. My mom's like, wait, what? Oh, wait, your dad's calling me. I'll get you right back. And then, uh, she like called me back after she'd done talking, talking to my dad and we never like brought it up again. Yeah. But like, I've. It will eventually come across that bridge, but I'm still working on it because mm-hmm. my parents are like incredibly conservative and they're Trump supporters. And yeah. if I were to do a show in Houston, I would obviously like you know visit right. home and yeah. have auntie in the house and do my drag makeup at home. And but don't you think there would be that moment where if your parents came and saw you at like a hometown show or something and everyone was just going fucking apeshit for you, like that? I think is the moment that would like turn. A family to yeah. see you do like a really good job at something. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't a parent just want to see like the audience going crazy to be happy? Yeah, I, I mean, and yeah, that's you know. I really hope that they can get to that, and I think they will get to that point too because they, you know, they've snapped on me, and then they've seen me snap back, and I've never like snapped back at my parents because I was just that 
obedient, mm-hmm. classic, yeah. traditional sure. child. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was very shy and quiet. But then when I became a drag queen and like did all that you stuff, became like, a fucking bitch. I, I <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that's the tea. And I, you know, I was, I was, I'm, I'm working on being more upfront with what I want with people specifically my parents and this is like my first time my hair is like bleached blonde Mm -hmm. and I think my parents are going to bring it up all the time like why are you doing this why are you doing that and I'm just going to tell them because I want to and it makes me happy to have it this color and I think that's just the most important thing to hear from you know a a, a kid to their parent that it just makes me happy to be this way yeah you know yeah back back to the you know grandchild and grandmother moment I love that the grandmother was just like I'd love for oh. you to see this, my my, my yeah, grandmother. Yeah, I, think, I think that grandmother just wanted something for their their loved one to like identify with in some yeah. way. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and she saw there was a drag queen. So she was like, oh, maybe this is something that will help this child. I love that the grandma just knew. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, this is going to help you. Yeah. 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 Well, we all think we're intuition. hiding from our family, yes. but yeah. like they all know something. They, all know. they just yeah. don't quite maybe have the words to describe it. Yeah. yeah. It was super like, I don't know. That town has like really surprised me, which is why like, you know, I'm a big anti-Trump person. I'm like really big in politics. No. But I also think, but I also <laughs> think like, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we <laughs> welcome yeah. all voices. <laughs> <in our podcast. laughs> you know, I, I hate the motherfucker, but like, but you know, but like you look at like, these people in this small town who maybe that grandmother voted for him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But when you open people up, so people are, uh, a lack of education and fear tactics will make people vote for the craziest no. things. But when you humanize something, uh, I think it changes their mind to then change their vote. So mm-hmm. like, I think yeah. like my mind has just been so blown by this whole experience Like you know, like, that's your second season of Shade. Hello. Yeah. Well, we were going to Shade it Queens was, of it, Chestertown. It was supposed to be. We were going to go. We were going to go to yeah. my house and, and Tina's house in, in North Carolina. But well, it can still happen. Stay It'll tuned. happen Stay somewhere. Stay yeah. We'll but keep that's you the thing about like producing content and making digital stuff is that you reach out to the people that are hiding under their blanket it's at true. two a.m. Yes. that are closeted to their family. Hello, our listeners. And yeah. hi, how are you doing? Those messages and it kind of like blows your mind. Yeah, You're like, oh, I'm just kind of doing my thing, trying to make fart jokes on the mic. <laughs> and right? Hello. Like, you changed my life. And You're like, oh jokes. no, I'm just telling poop jokes, and y'all are like, <laughs> really like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's when I knew I too could make a doo doo joke. On the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You changed me. Oh. Have you performed in your hometown? I've never performed. Well, my hometown is Santa Cruz, California, and it's a little like hippie surf town. And I don't, I know that they've done some sort of drag shows up at the college, but I don't exactly know what that form that took. But the town itself is not that big. Um, So, no, I have not. And my parents just moved to uh, Ashland, Oregon, where the Shakespeare Festival is. So I'm looking to do something up there next summer. So stay tuned. Where are you from? I'm from Fort Pierce, Florida, and I've never done a, any drag in Florida at all. Oh, you should do Fort Lauderdale. It's so much fun. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a I homecoming did, tour. Do Panama yeah. City Beach? Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> the grossest. It's no, like a they series pay of really broken well. beer bottles. They pay very well. I did. Trump did a rally there the same weekend oh. I was going to show there, oh. and I was like, "Who's getting tickets to what? Like, let's." Get <laughs> I was right. like, so wild. I was nervous to be in my hotel. I was like, "I'm gonna." Die. I'm going to die leaving this hotel in drag. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, she lived. Leave your home. <laughs> She's here today She's here. <laughs> to tell the story. 
All right, our next question is, what is the strangest uh, gig request you've ever received? And I just want to uh, say that I have recently become an ordained minister. So yeah. if you want me to come marry you uh, anywhere, I can do that. I can come to your house. Uh, cash <laughs> up front will be great. I'm trying to run some scams on my new ordain. Uh, this is my new scam. Yeah. I want more strange <laughs> gig requests. I want yeah. I want to, like, be a judge for a dog show. I think that would be super <laughs> fun. <laughs> I want it to be me and Johnny Weir, yeah. and I want to oh. talk about about the dogs so like if you're trying to have a dog show judged hit me up because i love it i watch the westminster dog show every year with my family get that purina money right oh hell yeah girl hell yes absolutely the puppy ball i will i will play with puppies i want that for you thank you thank you for your support That's amazing. Have you worked any totally wacky gigs? I performed in two sex clubs accidentally. Mm. Oh. Accidentally. Oh, both of them were accidentally. <laughs> so one, bad. I was performing in <laughs> at Fossum in San Francisco, and they were like, oh, this is when Big Dipper and I had our song, Show Me Aww. Your Dick Out, which I look back at my career. I love Big Dipper I love so Big much. Dipper. Like, he's amazing. But I look back at my like, career, and I'm like, I have a song called Show Me Your Dick. Work. Okay. <laughs> um, but, like, so I, I got booked in this, like, warehouse, and there was, like, many rooms. You know, like, the, there's, you know, like, the the EDM room and the disco room and the whatever. And there's, like, they were like, so I'm thinking I'm going to be performing on, like, the big stage. They're like, no, you're performing on, like, the fourth floor <laughs> in this, like, by the gym. little room. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, okay, work. It's like a big, like, warehouse party, whatever. Yeah. So I am, like, already I'm wearing this, like, leopard, like, leotard. Like, you know those leotards with, like, it's one leg and, like, one arm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm wearing that, and I have, like, this huge red hair on. And I'm like, yeah, it's, like, pause them and live my life. And I and they, I go into the room, and I'm, like, looking for the stage, but there's, like, hundreds of people fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, oh, my, my God. God. So I had to do my song, Show Me Your Dick, on this platform while people are fucking around me. And I'm like, the last thing I want to see when I'm, like, taking a dick is, like, a drag queen. <laughs> like, love drag. Love being a drag queen. I don't want to look at a queen when I'm what? getting fucked. <gasps> Uh, or did anyone watch? They, they were they were like getting like you know they were like watching or getting fucked. Uh, <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, I, was like, I mean it was actually like kind of fierce. And then and then I did. I was in Amsterdam and I I was performing and I booked these two gigs. And the one I went and like everybody was like naked and I was like, okay, work. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I've okay. been here before. But I'm like, well, yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. I know. How but to I'm like, okay, this is. But this, you know, in San Francisco, it was like a pop-up. It was like one number. So I was like, in and out. But yeah. this, I had to do like a set, like a 15 or 20 minute <laughs> set. Like, everybody's naked. They're like, we'll take you to the dressing room. So we go down these stairs, like basically like a ladder into this basement. <sighs> and we walk by all these rooms with like slings in them, like multiple sling rooms to get to my dressing room. I'm like, oh my God, this is a full out sex club. <laughs> so I was like, what happened? And the drag queen... Uh, and they're very thick, like German accent. They like moved to Amsterdam. Is telling me like, oh, don't worry, they'll 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 stop fucking when you perform. Like, don't oh, worry. Oh my god! And I'm like, no. Who is the drag queen? Um, oh fuck, I can't remember. Oh no, Lady Galore. I know she lives there. No, I love. She did my show in New York. She's great. I can't remember the drag queen's name. Uh, which is like very like fun, wild queen, like super sweet, like super nice. And and I was like super nervous. So I get up there and they're like, welcome, you know, Marty Cummings from New York. And damn did they didn't all stop sucking dick. And they like, 
you know. Love a and they, trained room. And they wow. watched the show and they lived and I like jumped off the stage into my like little split and they all like got in a circle around. And, like, <laughs> and, but, just, but the weird thing was like people are like full dick out, like boners out, whatever. And then there's like women at the bar just having a cocktail with their girlfriends. And there's like people like in suits just like that. And it was just so Amsterdam. Ca- it was so casual. And there's like this drag. And then as soon as I was like, all right, good night, Amsterdam. Thank you. And they're back. They went to, back like, to it. Well, you know, fuck it. I was like, work. It was incredible. It was fun. Mm. It was wild. It was like a good time. Yeah, I had a great That's time. Good. I had a great time. I loved it. It was wild. Amazing. <laughs> you got a gig? No, I told you I got to do the puppy ball. Puppy oh, ball. Yeah. I really so I really far want that so far. Thank so you, bad. thank you. I'm, I believe that I will manifest it. I'll do my mood board. It'll be good. How about you, Chan? Anything wacky? Anything wacky? Uh, not really. I've been into a Seven Eleven in drag before. Did you perform? Did you perform? <laughs> You're always performing every day, right? That, oh well. <laughs> I walked in there and I was like, I'm here to get meat and cheese, so I got that Slim Jim and cheese duo thing <laughs> that I always get when I go in. Oh, you're describing your Seven Eleven order. Uh, and then I walked out. Some people were like, "What are you doing later?" And I'm like, "Going home." <laughs> And that was it. You and your Slim Jim are going to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Get in your I'm going to go blind like Tranica's friend who ate too many Slim Jims and went I'm blind. sorry, what? What? Okay, so my roommate, <laughs> my old roommate, um, her girlfriend, who also lived with me, they moved to Milwaukee. Hi, Elaine and Lauren. Um, <laughs> she Slim Jimmed herself blind. So uh, um, Lauren got Elaine uh, Amazon Now button, and whenever you oh, press no. it, it sends Slim Jims to the house. Oh, so. <laughs> So after Christmas, she was just pushing the button so much, and it, she just kept getting Slim Jims. No, no, it's a it you orders have to order up. It. So, yeah, oh, from Amazon. This is, why you, this is why you don't let little kids play with the Amazon yeah. Now button. So she was just eating, just blowing up the bathroom day after day, but just eating Slim Jims, Slim Jims. She's on her way to work. She actually worked at um, at a opt optician. What's it called? Lens crafter. She worked. Well, that's convenient. So she was life. on her way to work, and she's getting flashes of light coming out of her eye, and she had to like pull over so she's like let me just get to work she gets to work and she's like yeah it's like flashing i can't see anything out of my eye they're like oh well that could be two things either it's hereditary or have you been eating too many deli meats and cheeses because the amount of sodium will temporarily render you blind and it's giving you an ocular migraine it's called so she slim jimmed herself blind. Oh so she God. had to lay off all the because she was just pounding <laughs> slim jims. How does somebody eat that many? I think slim oh. jims are disgusting. Oh, but, don't oh, tell Elaine that. Uh, it's a protein. Sorry, girl. Get Sorry. your protein. Wow. She wow. Was blowing it up. Oh, all right, we got to keep clipping along here. Okay. Otherwise, we're gonna have a three-hour podcast. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe another time. Hey. But um, do any of you work a nine-to-five job while balancing drag? I feel like Hell we've no. sort of yeah, we've no. sort. <laughs> I got tra- fired, so that's. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I got fired. Congrats. Was, it seems like a good move. I was a shitty employee anyway. Yeah. Like, you, what, didn't you walk out of the uh, ice cream place? No, I used to work at like Jenny's Ice Cream, and I was like, you know what? I'm ghosting y'all, so I ghosted them. Oh. But I'm in process of, uh, I'm going to meet uh, the rest of like the reality group on the 20th, but I'm about to start real estate on the 20th of hey, hey, August. Hey. Only as cool aunt. <laughs> yes. We're trying to... S- Sell homes and make deals and location, location, location. <laughs> I'm excited for you for that. Me too. I'm that's very excited. I that's kind of, I mean I look, feel like it would sell. Camilla like, Fox is now like the face of home insurance. Congrats oh my to God, Camilla. Camilla's got all the billboards. Yes. Is that drag yeah. Yes. She lives here. And she's working with something uh, guaranteed rate. Guaranteed yeah. rate. Mm-hmm. She's her face is all over boys' mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. don't drag out your mortgage yeah. is their it's slogan. So it's good, so right? It's for really that. good. It's so, it's so cute. cute. It's stunning. Yes. Do that. Do yeah. that. We gotta we gotta combine our forces and sell homes and insurance. 
yeah. mortgage and all that. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, yeah, it's a gimmick. Got mm-hmm. You're full-time drag? Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been full-time drag? Eight years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I'm at, like, five. That was a long time. Oof. What'd you do before that? Uh, I was really poor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of still am. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, what did I do before? I don't I had, like, dumb... I was a legal secretary for a minute. Oh. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nine to five. Yeah. Aren't we all acting? Uh, no. Acting a fool. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. Oh, wow. <laughs> the sultry tones of Auntie Chan in your ear. They're going to hear it like on, the, on their headphones and then like just right in their left ear just and right ear just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have a nine to five. I have many, many one to twos. You know, I've, I've got like, I, I came today from a fitting for a commercial that I'm working on. I was, I'm doing a wardrobe assist thing. Um, I've done ghostwriting before, and I do occasionally. Um, Me just too. Lo- lots of little... Oh, yeah, true. Mm. I feel like your ghostwriting was more fun than my ghostwriting, but I was, like, reading lots of scientific articles and synthesizing them for people. Anyway. Mine's calling drag queens ugly <laughs> to other drag queens. Roast. True story. Yeah, but, no, it's just it's a little patchwork of ways to get by so I can focus on drag. Get that claim. Yeah. All right. Uh, what has been your biggest regret slash most embarrassing moment in drag? One time I was downstairs at Scarlet and they have really low ceilings and I was walking and I hit my head and next thing I knew I just woke up on the ground. No. Oh my yeah, I don't gosh. know how long I was out, but I just, I was clunked Nobody out. came oh, to yeah, get you. Well, they didn't know. I mean, I don't know if it was uh, one second or if it was five yeah. minutes, but I just woke up um, and I hit my head on the beam. Tall problem. But I guess it wasn't very embarrassing because there was no one there to see it. So. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing now. now. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed for you. That was pretty bad. Yeah. You entered a different dimension, actually. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You left that whole life behind you. Yep, the timeline is done. <laughs> Auntie? Anything embarrassing? Oh, I guess uh, I poured like uh, chili and beans on me mid performance and afterwards at I was plot so twist. stinky. At, La- plot at twist. the last plot twist. <laughs> at the last plot twist. At Berlin Nightclub. Berlin Nightclub, you know, every, uh, third Mondays of the month. Is it the third month? Okay, yes. Hit us up. She'll be at the next I'll one. I'll be at the next one. Yeah. I poured chili on myself. I was doing a tribute to Duke from Bush's Baked Beans, uh, who sure. recently just passed, passed, you know, in the same year as all the other gorillas. And uh, I just reeked, and everyone came up to me and was like, I would hug you, but you smell like beef. <laughs> and it was. It it was chili. What, what kind was it? It was like chili with like, I don't know, garlic, S- onion or spicy something. Spicy fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so gross. It was bad, but wow. that was a little embarrassing Yum. for me. I was like, I took it that far. But, Man, yeah. all of the ways that Berlin has smelled after people do stuff, oh, I swear. Yeah. That's not embarrassing. I like that. Cause you like that? Yeah, it takes gumption. <laughs> I like it, yeah. It she takes got gumbo. moxie. She gumbo, got gumbo gumption. to do that. Yeah. Audacity. Anything embarrassing? I'm sure you... Um, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Most embarrassing. St- this I was in like Andraja drag, which was like my first, like how I started. Mm-hmm. And I was on the red carpet at the Tony Awards during interviews, and I Tony. shit my <gasps> pants in front of Stockard Channing. <gasps> uh, but she didn't know, so I was like, it was really hot out. And this was me. I don't, oh my I, god, she's sober now. But this was this was oh I did like god. a lot of cocaine. She don't. I don't do that anymore. But I, I did a lot. It was like really hot out, I and that. I was like, "Stalker, stalker!" I really wanted to interview her, and I was like, "Stalker!" And then it just this like runny poo <laughs> fell into my body. But then I like, so then I was like, "Oh my god!" So I ran inside to Radio City Music Hall and like, threw. Oh my god. It's like, like in the radio. Yes, city and I'm like, like "Oh my god!" I'm so happy I wasn't wearing a dress, and I was oh like, my wearing god. Pants. <laughs> 
was like, oh my God. So I threw my underwear away, cleaned my stuff up, and went back on the red carpet and interviewed Aldrin McDonald right after. Uh, I was like, this is it. Wow. So that's like pretty embarrassing. <laughs> oh, wow. And the whole rest of the night, I was just like free balled with like a half a face of makeup on and <laughs> looking like a mess. I, I, yeah. I, oh my God. I can't, I don't, so I don't even have anything that, can, why did I just think it was a good idea to go after you on this question? I got nothing. I got, I, was, yeah. I mean, I was like, it was a great Tony year. Oh, I beat myself. Can you beat Runny Diary? No, I really, not in front of Stock With Rizzo from Grace. Damn. Damn. I mean, honestly, if anybody would understand. And she didn't even give me an interview. I was so pissed. I was like, I shit myself for you. Wow. <laughs> I shit myself for you. That's Bye. your next merch. Yeah. <laughs> That's a picture of Stalker Channing's face. Jesus. Oh my God. All right. We're skipping me. We're skipping me. I made an executive decision. Um, do you ever get in a creative rut when creating drag acts? Do you have any advice for getting out of ruts? I feel like every time I'm about to start something, I'm just like, it's going to be the same. Everyone will hate it. I don't know what to do. And then I don't know how you get over it. You take a lot of baths. You Hang listen to some right Enya. people that like keep your brain yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Talk through it with your friends. Yeah, talk through it with your Hang friends. out with less talented queens so you look like the best one. Oh, my oh, God. God. I'm just, I'm that's the tea. <laughs> kidding, kidding, Whoa. kidding. So that's what this is, right? No, 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 no. I, yeah, I get in ruts. I think it's like that, that, that inner saboteur. Is that like what yeah. we're saying these days? Uh, you know, you get in the rut and you're like, oh, this is going to be good. Well, you're not going to know if it's good or not unless you try it. So just try it. And if it doesn't that's work, true. then workshop it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Go out of town and do the bad act. No. <laughs> but like, seriously, yeah, like, I feel like that's how comedians do it is they just tour and they do all of the stuff that's really, really good and then they drop in a couple of bits in the mm-hmm. mid, like a third of the way through or two thirds of the way through that like may not work and you figure it out. Figure so it like out. if you have a couple of songs, also always do the one you're less sure about second. Yeah. I, I get to get your... Get them to like you. Yeah, get them to like you first. I always test my stuff out. I have this really... One of my favorite gigs I do is my Sunday bingo gig. And it's like so... All these queens are like, why? That's like your like favorite? I'm, like, I'm obsessed with it. Because that's where I... I'm on the microphone for three hours. Yeah. And that's literally where I test all of my new stories and all of my new jokes. Because if, it, if I can't like get this audience to like love me after three hours, you know? And that's where I do. Mm-hmm. I always debut my new numbers there because I'm like, okay... They're like they're playing bingo. They're not going anywhere. So yeah. I, they're I, they're, you yeah. know, they're in it. Mm-hmm. So I'll test out my new numbers, test out my new jokes, and that's how I like workshop to know is this going to work at my other shows or not. That's yeah. smart. That's my little workshop gig. I love yeah. it. I don't know how do you, how is the structure of a show that goes for three hours? You just Talk. get that Red Bull Keep and doing go. Things. Oh, you that have to push through. That's the thing. Like in New York, drag like you, I like you have to you have to know how to talk in a mic because if yeah. you yeah. don't, girl, good. Good luck. That stresses yeah. me out, and I'm the host. Like, <laughs> I, that, I just think that just sounds like too much for me. My favorite thing about watching a New York queen do that for like four hours is you get up, they get up there, and they're talk, 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 and then perform. And it's always, I feel like, especially in Manhattan gigs, so acrobatic and intense, and they're jumping off of tables yes. and doing splits, yeah. and they're doing crazy like Broadway dance numbers. And then they come back and they're like, <sighs> right. How are y'all doing? Oh my God. But I feel like it That's increases so your lung yeah, capacity. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just about talking about nothing mm-hmm. literally talk about mm-hmm. anything and nothing and it, like i will just talk about the dumbest shit like i'll be like look at that door frame over there and then i'll like <laughs> talk about the fucking door frame for an hour you know I mean, and they love it yeah. i'm like great y'all as long as y'all are fucking happy great. i mean yeah. you're working yeah. seven days a week like it has to be exhausting and you have to run into like creative blocks where you're like what can i do new or what's something that can but you like repeat myself? songs of course mm-hmm. and like 
yeah, I repeat songs. And, like, I'll repeat stories and stuff or, or jokes. But it's all about just, like, tapping into what is the who's in the audience, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. you have to learn how to... I've had to learn how to... If you meet somebody who's visiting from Nebraska, you have to do a 15-minute set about Nebraska <laughs> yeah. to fill that, like, quarter of the show, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, like, you have to figure oh, it out. Wow, wow, Like, yeah. is you very hard? Yes. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm ever in a rut, I like to go see things that aren't related to drag. Like, I like to go see a musical. Mm, I like to yeah. go see a stand-up oh, yeah. show. Or I like I'm to go watch some good movies. Way. Yeah, watch some good Netflix specials. Right. And it just kind of, like, resurges your... Yeah. Yeah. Your I, creative, like, engine. Because, you know, you're a creative person, and you just get into it, and you keep doing it until you find what you personally like. There's this really good book called uh, Steal Like an Artist oh, by Austin Kleon. Mm-hmm. And... He just tells you that you are a, a, a human that is a concoction of different things that you steal from. I am a person that like takes from Wanda Sykes and Carol Burnett and you know powerful women in my life, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what my drag is. And you just take from all these different things mm-hmm. and add Chemical X, and you become this Powerpuff girl that's just yeah. essential and creative. Yeah. And that's literally what drag is. I feel like drag is just like the art of just like stealing things that you that inspire you. And turning it into uh, something beautiful. You know, it's the art of imitation. So you're That's a so thief, cool. essentially. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. A, liar a, a liar and a cheat. A liar and a cheat. Whenever you are out of ideas, ideas become a liar and Just a cheat. Just steal that. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Twister way. Oliver Twister way. I mean, it gets people places. Mm-hmm. But no, you, you know, I like. Feel you. Uh, yeah. But obviously don't like play dries and don't like, you know, no. take things word for word. But, you know, take things that inspire you and try to funnel it through your own artistic voice. If right. you ever get into an artistic rut, just see a show that you like or do something that you enjoy and hang out with friends you haven't hung out with in a yeah. while. Write everything down. Write everything right. down. Every time I get an idea and I think, oh, I'll remember that and go back and go, what? What the fuck? I can't Write remember what I was... Like, Write it down. My, my phone is just filled with notes and mm-hmm. notes and yep. notes of every single joke I ever thought of and at some point it just kind of gets pieced together or, you know, if you're ever kind of in a weird... You're like, God, I, I can't get anything for this one. You know, like, I can't come up with jokes for this like if I'm writing for something. And I'll just go mm-hmm. way back to the beginning of something I wrote three fucking years ago and I'm like there's a piece of something here so write all the mm-hmm. shit down mm-hmm. so don't you know, just think it like document it yeah, yeah you need references for your own brain yeah. sometimes though I feel like you write down you go back in those notes and you're like what the fuck th- you're, yeah you're like you're like this says lobsters are in love what yeah. does that mean <laughs> put some details down right yeah, yeah make sure make sure you put some details yeah, put some in. bullet points with mm-hmm. it like let it be known um what has been uh oh 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 no yeah I'm changing no I oh. think we're gonna do them out of order oh yeah well, are we? I don't know. Best part of Chicago. Good. This is good so far. Are we Heather? Sorry. Sorry, Trey has to tell us what to do. Mm-hmm. This one first. Okay. What is the best part of Chicago nightlife? Oh, me. Okay, what are y'all first? <laughs> the best part of Chicago nightlife? I mean, we always have to say diversity. <laughs> you actually diversity. just had a tweet that you did about this. <laughs> about what? About why Chicago is so good. Like, oh, 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 uh, uh, Chicago is right because we, we just try to encompass everything. We yeah. work hard. We hustle. We, uh, we try to be concept heavy. Yeah. We try to give you glamour, beauty, performance. We just work through the love of drag. Like, we just enjoy it so damn much. And you know? when I was reading that, I thought another thing that we do that encompasses all of that is uh, we give you come up. Like, you see a queen, and you can watch her come up quick. Come oh, that's true. And the audience uh, loves to story follow. Storyline. Story, we give you storylines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
we do love storyline. And that's what you try to do over at um, uh, Crash Landing. You try to give these girls like a little like moment. Up. Just be like, yeah. where are you coming from? Like the last winner from Crash Landing, Chanel Mercedes Benz. Yeah, she was Dayton, driving Ohio. all the way from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, that's wild. And we did not. She won and it was. She Dark Horse. Anyone in the fucking audience. Yeah. Wow. Was so funny. She was like it's the comedy work. queen. The, uh, the, the, yeah. uh, another comedy queen. Yeah. She just she gave it to us. She the whole audience. And when I tell you like she could probably pack a house now if she comes. Like, like right. Honestly, yeah. she was so How funny. How far away is Dayton? That's it's got to be like four or five hours. A long ass hour. I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. Oh, oh it's check. seven hours? Six. Six, Six hours driving. I can't count. Gig, honey. She won. And she, yeah, it shows. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. Shade Queen Chicago. Up. We love it. We love <laughs> the come true. up. It's true. Marty, what's the best part of Chicago nightlife? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, you guys have a great drag reputation. Like, I know New York queens talk about it all the time. I think that's, like, respectable. You know, a lot, yeah. lot of cities don't have that. Like, the camaraderie of an artistry of Chicago drag is, like, definitely, like, well-known. So I, yeah. I think that's, like, cool. a yeah. thing other cities can kind of emulate. Okay, keep going. <laughs> tell us more about how great we are okay okay yeah. 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 yes but and it's yes true and. though you yes said, you say camaraderie like I think that the, the thing that I enjoy most about Chicago nightlife is how close or, excuse me would you like to you know I'm gonna throw snacks at you and, and that's, that's the tea <laughs> that's the tea um, but yeah I think that we support each other yeah. and we're like everybody bands together and there's always and in every shows, scene like, infighting but like everybody really is about Chicago drag together so it shows and I know when I did um Berlin last time I was here. I mean, when was that? That was like two years ago. Yeah. I just felt like, you know, sometimes when I go into a city and I don't like know anybody really and I and I go into the dressing room, it's like, you know. like I've, It's either I've, welcoming or it's yeah, not welcoming. Yeah, I've been to many gigs where the queens are just kind of like, okay, well, mm-hmm. welcome. But when I did when I did uh, my first time in Chicago, like two years ago, with trying to cut Berlin, like I, everybody was like so not like everybody was like very like oh hey girl yeah. what's up like, yeah. and, like it was like very it's a friendly. I city. felt very comfortable to go on stage and like yeah. do my thing and fe- you know like it felt that's what from that's a, a big thing for me is I want to feel comfortable so I want everyone to feel yeah. comfortable around me because if I'm upstairs and I'm trying to keep the show going and I know there's like chaos and confusion and mm-hmm. everyone's mad at each other downstairs I can't think of yeah I you know it just is gonna bother me yeah but also like if you're good at what you do you should be like nice to other people you shouldn't be like afraid that someone's gonna come in and take something from you I feel like so when people are like insecure they are like rude to new queens or rude to people visiting we're all cross dressers girl (laughs) girl I'm I'm good at what I do like no one's gonna take that from me like Mm -hmm. maybe you should get better at what you do you won't be bitter so Uh so don't be bitter and And that is the tea yeah Yeah, (laughs) the one time that was actually perfect that was perfect that's actually when you need to come in. Yeah. Okay. I was, look, that was the one. Let me tell you something. If you see any red pigment on my skin, I'm a little tipsy. So, you know, oh. I have the Asian flow, the oh, Asian she's glow. She's got a little blush on. Uh, something about me and my personality and my character and my race is that if we drink a little bit, we get flushed. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you drink a lot like you have today? Uh, we forget our name, our identity, and we go around and we hit people. Oh, so, I'm, glad I'm, I'm glad I'm like three or four feet across the table yes. from you then. Um, um, all right. Well, I think we're at our final. Uh, the finale. Yeah. yeah. You hit? Uh, well, what has been your proudest moment in drag? I feel like I've talked about this 
about a couple of them, but most every single time I bring up something that I'm really proud of in drag or a moment that's happened, it's because I looked out into the crowd and there was someone there that so clearly needed that moment and needed, not necessarily me specifically, but needed to be watching a queen doing a thing on stage mm -hmm. and needed it because of something that's going on in their lives or like wherever they came from. And you look out there and you're like, oh, this work that I am doing, like sometimes you can get so blinded by like, Am I making enough money? Am mm -hmm. I making connections? Am I doing the thing? And you forget that like it's just about you and that person in the audience. So yeah. those are my proudest moments. Cry number five. Because you'll get <laughs> Sally Mae and Freddie Mac or whatever, whatever the names are. <laughs> what? From the street. What? Or you'll get like random Joe Schmo that like Chad and Barbara. Chad, you'll get, you know, uh Bert and Ernie. They, they, Bert and they'll Ernie. drive up to the city, Chicago. They're in here for one day, and you know, yeah. they're like, Oh, we're gonna go to this show, we're gonna see this thing, and we're gonna watch this queen. They're gonna remember the queen that made them feel so happy yep. and so loved. Yep. And they're gonna be like, you know what, let me follow this queen on Instagram and like let me just follow their journey because like you know, it's just an anomaly for them. But for you, this is something that you do like seven days a week or yeah. something. The moments that it reminds you that like people are actually, this is like Somebody's something really there. cool and rewarding for other people. Oh, and yeah. yeah, sometimes you're like, yeah, it's just work. Gotta go to work. And then you're like, people are like thriving off of what yeah. we are doing. Yeah. Um, Escapism. And, and like, even like off of, uh, aside from like the live audience, like the digital audience, yeah. I, I've had like chilled, like young boys from the Philippines reach out to me and be like, I want to be where you're at right now. You seem so happy. And they're like in middle school and they're like, yeah. I'm not in a place where I can come out to my family and I don't feel safe. And I just tell them, you know, just, just be safe. Just, yeah, you know, be happy and know that there's going to be a time and a place where you can move to a location where you can fully thrive and be yourself. Yep. Um, you know, cause I, I, I see myself in that location, too, because I was, you know, at one point I was hiding under the blanket watching YouTube videos of people coming out, you know, and, and I was like, how can I get to that location? How can I get to that location? And it's just like a matter of waiting and getting to the yeah. right time. So if you are listening and you're doing all that, just wait. Just wait. It, it, it really does get better. I know it's a cliche to hear, but you're going to get into a position in your life where it's time to put all that aside and just be glamorous and be happy and be with people that you love and... Choose your family, you know? Yeah. And until then, we're here for you. And the, and the, and the tea, you know? <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the tea. I don't know if I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have a specific one. I cry a lot. I'm I just always oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah I'm, a <laughs> I'm a big crier. I'm a big crier. I'm just so proud of this. Oh, you guys are so great. <laughs> yeah. I think one of my favorite things is to be able to, like, take stock in someone and see them succeed because mm -hmm. I've given them the booking. Like, for, from my point of view, to be able to kind of, like, pick someone and kind of shuffle them up and, and, and watch them really kill. I mean, Tenderoni. Um, I mean, you. I mean, I'm not taking responsibility for anyone's whatever. Please. Up, but uh, just to, to be able to, like, push someone and oh, see yes. them, like, really kill it, it's just been, like, it's just so fucking rewarding. To watch the audience, like take them in. Thank you, Auntie Rex, for believing in me, you know? <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to take credit for anyone's oh. due, but as the person booking to be able to be like, y'all, I think you're going to like this one, you know, like, to be yeah. able to... Yeah. to believe in the come-ups. Yeah, believe in the come-ups and watch them succeed. And that's why I appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. Okay, all right, okay. And all right. 
Marty. Anyone else want to get jerked Quick, off? Please in this interrupt circle? them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is so sweet. Like this is so, it's like beautiful. Though. I know. Like, I love. This is I, the love. Love I cry a lot too. I'll I bring in the chance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that would be such a gag. Uh, <laughs> and a great video. Same, 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 yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, aside from like the Maryland thing that I talked about, like I think my proudest thing is that I mean, I, I get I, uh, getting involved in politics and like educating. That's like a big part of my drag now. Is like. Uh, uh, I'm like an advisor to the mayor of New York now, which is like super what? cool. Are what? You didn't know that? What? Yeah, like I got because like my activism, I got appointed to the oh first ever mayor's God. nightlife oh council, my God. which nightlife is like council? yeah, it's like a whole new thing. I'm like super excited, so I'm like proud of that. When that did my you start? Uh, our first meeting is in September, but I was appointed in December. <gasps> Hell uh, yeah, oh my God. yeah. So it's like so that's like proud like to be able to like you, and it all started because I the, the I said before we were on air that's like this bar told me to stop talking about politics on the mic and because it, it, he basically told me he voted for Trump yeah. and he and it's like the straight guy who owns a gay bar and capitalizes off of us we all know those people and I was like say what bar vodka soda bottoms up fuck them I don't give a fuck I hate them they also called Monet the n-word before she's, ta- she's talked about it before she posted it on Facebook oh so so I left there and I started this little club anyway so the point and then I you know so now I'm an advisor of the mayor and I gave the speech at Pride and so it's and I get so many young people kind of what you're saying so many young people around the country and this is like a big thing that I featured on Shade also and they write to me they're like oh I'm now like involved in politics like we're starting like clubs in our schools whatever and I'm like super proud of that and like you know it's uh, our voice is so much bigger than we realize yeah. sometimes and especially with social media and, mm-hmm. and I love what you said about like the like helping people with their come up like there was an instance in New York recently this drag queen was accused of something that I, I don't believe is true. And uh, and all these, my phone like blew up with people saying, how do we handle this? What do we do with it? And it made me proud to know that like the community felt that I was somebody they could yeah. get advice from That's and guidance. Right. Yeah. Like all yeah. these younger queens. And, 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 I, and, I, and I, yeah, it just made me so proud to be like, wow. Like, because uh, I remember when I was a new queen and I would do that, I would call Bianca or Sherry Vine or, or, you know, Peppermint and they'll be like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Like, what is your advice? You know? Mm-hmm. And now to be that, you know, almost a decade later in my career, like be that for these yeah. young queens. Yeah. It's like so uh, wild. That's it's awesome. like wild. Yeah. Every right to call them the kids. They're the fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> All That's right, the well, end of our podcast. Yes. If you haven't been listening this entire time or you passed out in the middle of it, um, Marty's the mayor of New York. <laughs> Auntie Chan and Tranica love each other very much. And uh, I need to judge a dog show. Yeah. Oh, and Marty sharted on uh, Stalker oh, Channel. Right. I like that this is now oh. evolved. This where shows you- that it does get better. You can poop your pants in the right <laughs> part and then become an advisor. It sharts better. It sharts better. And that's the tea. And that's the um, tea. Do you guys want to... Uh, Plug your social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, just fi- you can see where I'm performing. Uh, all social media platforms at Marty G Cummings. M A R T I G C U M M I N G S. And uh, my Instagram and Twitter is Auntie Cherry Chan, A U N T Y Cherry Chan. And you can see me um, in October peeing in front of the Chicago Fire Department while very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. All right. And. That's the tea. That's the tea. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you.